Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000, plus get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus, a range of real benefits, and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Broadcasting live in Baltimore, Maryland, via Los Angeles, California, man. Long live Nipsey Hustle, man. I'm your girl, Big Homie Smiles. You can follow me on Instagram. That's Big underscore Homie Smiles with a Z. That is my guy, Ben Ready. Been ready on the ones and twos. Been ready like we've been ready to continue this elevation that we got going on in the black community. Been ready like we've been ready to continue this black love that we got going on in the black community. Been ready like we've been ready to keep it going with the party. You feel me? Hey, we got a wonderful show today, man. We're going to start things off a little different, but the title of today's show is called Addiction. And um, before I get into the purpose and, and start talking about addiction, I wanted to um, read a couple entries that I have. I have been campaigning, y'all. So if you're, uh, for those of you who have been keeping up with me, uh, keeping up with us on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple, man, I had an entry. I had a, um, a, a person um, submit me a, a entry of a, a writing that they did when in 1993 they was in college going to Clark, Atlanta. The title of that entry was A Glass of Dirty Water. And so since then, I've really uh, liked her pieces and I've been campaigning to get for her to give me a couple more of her pieces. And so I have a couple poems that I wanted to kind of read for you guys and um, put on the show, man. I want to spotlight her, man. She's she, you know, did this in 1993 at Clark at Clark Atlanta University. And you know what I'm saying? I think these are some wonderful pieces and I'm, I'm honored. And I want to thank you for allowing me to to read these entries, you know. So the title of our first poem, you know what I'm saying? Thank you. Thank you. The title of our, our first poem is called Survival of the Strong. Now, you know what I'm saying? For my people in audio world, you can't see me. So I have to get into my mode. So give me one second. I learned this. So I, I was watching a Cosby episode. It's how you get into the mode of reading things. So here we go. And sing. From rejection, I felt the injection of reality. Slowly seeking into the depth of my hollow, empty soul. Which has been covered with delusions of illusions. My eyes I try to hide, but my thoughts cannot be denied. 
Each time I close my eyes, they appear. I am scared alone. But I am strong. Huh? So you think I'll win with the blink? Or do I lose? It's a thin line. So I sit back and drink some booze. Girl, I have one more than a sip or two. Drown and I wash my thoughts away or will they come back another day and haunt me? I sit here and stare. Oh God, are you here? Listen. Cries of pain, torture from the insane abuse huh, and misuse. Did I get to choose? Hmm. I guess I'll have another sip or two. Who's to say I lose? That was called Survival of the Strong. He had some real good pieces in 1993, man. I was a little baby when she was writing these joints. The next... <laughs> The next piece that we have is called, I'm here. And sing. I'm here, damn it. I'm here. Someone said love is life and life is living, huh? I was given life with no love. Life is life and love is love. Because of that, do I have no life? Am I really living? Am I here? Damn it. But for how long? I'm strong. How dare you call me weak? I'm here. I'm here, damn it. So what? I sit here where darkness overcasts me, tears entertain me, and screens of pain caress me. This is love, my life. I'm living. That was called I'm here. Okay, the last one, the last poem I got for you guys before I get into, you know what I'm saying, my topic. This one is called Pretend. Now, I I must say that if you have any children under the age of 11, uh, you probably want to, you know, talk to them a little bit after this poem. (laughs) You might want to. Might want to have some conversations, okay? Because this is this is a little adult, you know, a little dotty. Okay, this is called pretend. And see. Pretend. Pretend. Pretend, you say. Pretend. Pretend that each time you kiss my lips, I do not taste you between her hips. Pretend. Sit back and reminisce. Reminisce on good times. Forget about the bad. It's me you want to have. You say pretend. Pretend. Pretend there is no other friend that you caress in the dark each time you steal my heart. Pretend. I ask you, do you pretend? You love me, you want me, you desire me, you lust me. Pretend, 
It's so much easier to pretend when body shivers between my legs quivers. I rock acts to stop you say, pretend. There is no other friend. Pretend, pretend, and sing. Drop the bombs, man, drop the bombs, man, drop the bombs. And those are some righteous, those are some righteous poems right there. You know what I'm saying? I want to thank the young lady who definitely wants to remain um, anonymous for allowing me to read those very soulful, touching poems. I personally like pretend that's, you know what I'm saying? That joint was, ooh, snap my fingers on that joint. So let's get into it, people. So the, today's the title of my, my podcast, again, is called Addiction. Now, the purpose of this podcast is to speak on the different types of addiction. It's also to create conversation on if there is a such thing as good versus bad addictions. I believe that addictions, if productive, can be beneficial to one's elevation, you know what I'm saying, in life. I also believe that having a bad addiction can create chaos in your life forever if you're unable to control it. So we're going to define addiction. So addiction is defined as the fact or condition of being addicted to a particular substance, thing, or activity. So when you're thinking about addiction, you're thinking about something that you really hone in on and you really like doing that can create something co consistent that you are doing like on a constant level. Like for some people, video gaming, being a gamer is an addiction, right? Some people actually wake up morning, noon, night and play video games. They can't help it. They think about video games all days, at all times, you know what I'm saying? And so for them, playing video games is an addiction. For other people, social media can be an addiction. Now, again, I'm going to read the definition of addiction again so y'all can stay with me. The fact or condition of being addicted to a particular substance, thing, or activity. So when we're on social media 24 hours a day and we're trying to get the latest news on the latest celebrity or we're looking for the latest music to listen to or post, that, that's in a form of addiction. We are addicted to being on Instagram. We're addicted to being on our phones constantly, all the time. That's an addiction. You also can have an addiction of wanting to shop. It's something that is is your condition to do it frequently. Now, when you're thinking about, you know, shopping addictions, when you're thinking about social media addictions, when you're thinking about um, addictions that game, like, you know, maybe like gaming addictions, those those addictions may not have an, a, a, di a direct effect on, on your life. But if it's causing you to stop being productive, then yes, for shopping, for me, when I sold cars, right, I was I was selling cars um, at Honda, at this Honda dealership, and I was doing pretty good, too. I was I was probably selling like maybe about 15 cars a month. So I was bringing in probably like four to five stacks a month. And on a good day, you know what I'm saying? On a good month, I think my highest the highest amount of cars I sold was like 20 cars or something like that. And I, I hit 10,000, had 10,000, you know what I'm saying? So when, as being a young person and me not really like, like shopping, when I say shopping, I'm talking about shoes. Like I have a, a real heavy tennis shoe addiction. Oh, I had one because now I can't really be buying, you know what I'm saying? I'm an adult. I got to focus on the, the 
positive things and things that are important. But when I was younger and I really have, you know, not too many responsibilities, I was buying shoes literally every other day. I would get, I would have, get like three shoes sent to my dealership. If it was like the what LeBrons, the what LeBrons came out and I think before they dropped, if you wanted them drinks before they dropped from this, um, this website, you know what I'm saying? You had to pay $500. Drop five hundred dollars for the joint. Now I spent in three months. I probably spent like fifteen G's on shoes. For me, that addiction was not a good habit. It was. It wasn't something that was productive because it was stopping my money flow. You know what I'm saying? I put my shoes over. You know what I'm saying? Eating like my shoe addiction was like real bad. It was like really, really bad. So I had to like tune tune back on that. But for some people, you know, if they have the finances and they're able to shop today drop then you know maybe that addiction isn't hindering your life but for me it was so when you're addicted to something having an addiction exhibiting a compulsive chronic or psychological need for a habit forming substance behavior or activity so maybe now, now when i was reading this i was like damn did i have a mental disorder because i kept buying shoes all the time like what the fuck was that about i don't know if it was because i was just into getting a lot of money and, you know, what I'm saying a way of showing my money was through my shoes, because to me, I feel like people look at your feet before they even look at your face. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you, you know, what I'm saying masculine or a guy, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, shit, I'm about to have my shoe game about to be on point. You know what I'm saying? So maybe I had like a little disorder, little mental disorder. Nigga was <laughs> nigga was stepping to the dark side. The shoes was calling me every phone pause that I had to get. Every single one of them joints I had to get. But you know what was the kicker about that? My addiction. I lost everything. All the shoes. 15,000, y'all, worth of fucking tennis shoes. I'm probably sizing at 15,000. I felt like it was 15,000. But all them tennis shoes that I had, lost completely. Down the drain. Why? Because my shit got repo. Why? Because I wasn't paying bills on time because I was too busy buying tennis shoes. You know what I'm saying? So that my addiction was just like super bad. So what when I when I was when I was getting into addiction, I wanted to learn, I wanted to know like what are some main causes of addiction? Like what can cause people to be addicted to things? So when I did my research, I found out that environment can be a cause of addiction, exposure to addictive substances can be a cause of addiction. Um, social pressure can be a cause of addiction. Lack of support can be a cause of addiction. Uh, when you have poor coping skills, that can also be a cause of addiction. Um, when you And it can also contribute to the developments of other addictions, you know what I'm saying, that may not be healthy. Um, there's some people out here who are addicted to having sex, you know what I'm saying? I know that people like, damn, sex? That's an addiction? Yes, yes. When you are, you know what I'm saying, you are constantly, you're constantly want to be in the bed with different people every second, every minute of the day. That's an addiction. For some people, that addiction can definitely ruin their lives because, you know, they can maybe can get something that they can't come back from. So, you know, is is that and in those type of situations, those may not be a good addictions to have. And if anybody is out there that is suffering with addiction, I want you guys to make sure y'all call this national addiction hotline at the end of the podcast. We're going to post it again um, in the description on the YouTube and on our um, 
any other websites that we can. So the National Addiction Hotline is going to be one eight five five two five six nine one seven five. That's for anybody that is listening that is out there that is suffering addiction currently. And, um, you know, you're trying to get your life back on track. This addiction is like, you know, taking you away from your kids, your family. It's messing your life up. You know, call that number. So when I was thinking about social pressures, I can see how social pressures can be uh, can be causes of addiction. Number one, when you're thinking about, you know, everybody around you may be doing, you know, trend like trending, doing something, you know what I'm saying? Because at one point, you know, before, you know, we became legal at first, you know, it was like, you know, shunned upon, you know, to do it. But, you know, as the years progressed and things became a little bit more lax, you know, now it's, it's um, okay to do it in public. But back in the day, you know what I'm saying? You was dry like a square. You know what I'm saying? If you ain't might not hit the J with somebody, hey, come on, you want to smoke this? You don't want to smoke this J food. It's your day off. You ain't got shit to do. You're like, nah, nah, man, I ain't trying to smoke no weed. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they keep pressuring you all the time, you know what I'm saying? Then eventually you're smoking some weed. And now, you know what I'm saying? You're buying apes every other day. Every other day you're buying apes. Sorry, I just got triggered, my bad. But no, but, you know, social pressures, you know, peer pressure could definitely can lead to certain types of, of addictions. Uh, you know, maybe uh, maybe if you was had a lack of social support, um, especially with a lot of these artists out here that are trying to do music and are, you know, going to these different um, places like California, Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? These different party places where, you know, being in the in crowd is how you kind of can get your name out there. So maybe they, you know, artists may have been invited to, you know, man, a situation or a party, you know what I'm saying? You got everybody in the party doing coke and, doing this huffing thing that I've seen some celebrities do. And maybe, you know, you feel pressured to do it. And then next thing you know, you went from being an artist to being a cokehead. And from being a cokehead to being, you know, somebody out there, you know, looking to do anything for their next hit. So addiction definitely can, you know, be a detriment to a lot of people and, and definitely a detriment to your career if you're trying to push forward and, you know, be productive in your life. Um, I, I like, I mean, I, when they say, um, poor coping skills, when I was growing up, I definitely had poor coping skills. You know what I'm saying? I didn't, I didn't know how to cope with rejection. I didn't know how to cope with, you know what I'm saying? Uh, not being the best. So when, um, I was younger, I might have been addicted to like, you know, just being in sports. Like for me, for me being um in activities in school and just being out the house and you know what I'm saying not dealing with people that was my way of you know dealing with stuff and you know by my me putting you know sports and activities over my personal life you know I, I missed out on a lot of you know fun things with that I could have been doing with my peers you know but you know I wanted to focus on being a basketball player not to say that that's anything wrong with doing that but for me that was one way of how you know I kind of you know could deal with reality and stuff like that now are having good addictions are having addictions good now whether something becomes an addiction depends on whether it causes negative consequences in your life. Our culture tells us that there are good addictions like work, exercise, and maybe even another person. 
But I realized that when you have an addiction, it's never a good thing. So being addicted to something is never good because when you it, addiction, it is it, like an illusion of happiness, right? It's through short term. It's like a short term hit of dopamine for people that don't know what dopamine is. Dop- dopamine is like this this type of energy that we have in our brain that we like when something happy happens to us or exciting happens to us or maybe something you know like thrilling you know what i'm saying like going on a roller coaster that's a dopamine our brain likes that and they try to it tries to it wants to uh it wants to um copy that dopamine so it's always going to be looking for some action so when you're looking at addiction addiction is that dopamine that provides sometimes a lot of times a temporary happiness you know it's a short term um and it, it comes and when that short term that short term happiness that accompanies compulsive behavior so when you have people you know who are you know very compulsive those can generate from having addictive person addictive behaviors and those addictive behaviors can be very detrimental to us you know what i'm saying i i like to, i keep going back to this social media thing because at one point in my life social media was like so addictive like it would ruin it ruined like relationships man friendships man like and that, now that i'm you know sitting here talking to my people on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple, I'm I'm thinking like, man, maybe I was on social media so much because I didn't know how to maybe cope with reality. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe I was on social media because you know I didn't really have you know too many too many friends. You know what I'm saying? So I use social media as a form to not get friends, but to, you know, communicate with different people and, you know, have a bunch of friends instead of people that I know, you know what I'm saying? Also, maybe I was on social media a lot back in the day because, you know, I like, I like the way that the responses that you get from being on the platforms, you know, when you post a picture, you get likes, people comment, you have a conversations, or if you post a funny picture, you getting likes, you getting um, shares, you know what I'm saying? You getting saves, they save the joint, you can see what they saved it. So I think that was, you know, that was, that was kind of addictive behavior. And I had to kind of get out of being on social media so much because I realized when you on social media a lot, it kind of takes you away actually from like reality like what's going on you start to you know what i'm saying you start to involve yourself in to other people's business you know what i'm saying you troll trolling as it is on an all-time high when you're addicted to social media you know what i'm saying you start you know if you start trouble you cause trouble i don't know i was causing trouble and shit like that but you know for me that was just that was that wasn't something that i felt like i should be on like on social media all the time unless it was something productive you know and so I had to switch it up and now I don't post as much because I used to post like before my my page got deleted my original page I used to post like I used to post probably like a thousand pictures every hour you know what I'm saying so that was not good you know people get mad man why are you posting so many pictures I got an addiction, man. I got an addiction. Some people don't even like admitting that they got an addiction because they, you know, 
they 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 enjoy being addicted to something substance abuse for those people who are there and are addicted to substance abuse are addicted to substances like hard substances like heroin maybe crack cocaine you know what i'm saying maybe you're addicted to shooting up you know you gotta if you're listening to this podcast i want you to to kind of step back if you're not high and you can you can hear me talking you know what i'm saying you're not in another in la la land you know what i'm saying i want you to step back and just think about before your addiction think about before you know what i'm saying you got into the situation that made you do that was hard drugs and think about what you wanted to be excited for a road trip started off right with auto coverage from american family insurance J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. As an adult. And try to get back there, man. You know, you can come back from this addiction. Addiction is not something that, you know, you have to say is my life. I don't know if, if any of y'all remember the lady that was on YouTube and she had got arrested. And a, the police officer arrested her. She was like, she's like, you arrested me for no reason. You, you about to go to jail or something like that. She went viral for that joint. She was actually had she actually had an addiction. Nobody knew it. She was addicted to cocaine and she was in the streets. You know what I'm saying? And because of that post that went viral, you know, she decided to change her life and get her life together. And um, I think as of a couple of days ago, she has been um, free from substance abuse for one year. She um, is off the streets. She's I think she's working and has her own house. So, you know what I'm saying? So it, it is possible. I think if we have enough um friends and i think if we have enough family members to kind of step up because now we're living in a, a a day and age where you know we 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 have to show empathy and we have to love and you know kind of help our brethren and our sisters who are out here you know maybe struggling because a lot of times addiction comes from depression you know what i'm saying addiction comes from childhood traumas you know Addiction can can be in any forms. Some people may be addicted to, you know, whatever, man. Like, you know, it can be whatever you're addicted to. It's, addiction is addiction, you know. If it's hindering you or if it's stopping you from being productive, you know, it's not a good addiction. But addiction in general, I guess, is not really a good thing. But you can have, I feel like they don't know what they're talking about, even if I, I did the research. You can have some some good addictions, you know what I'm saying, like, is you can be addicted to exercising, you know, being exercise. If a nigga want to be super buff and don't want to lift, put his put his arms down and can't scratch his back in the middle because it's because he's so strong. That's on him. You know what I'm saying? What is bad addiction? The addiction may cause physical and psychological problems as well as interpersonal problems, such as with family members, friends, or at work. So we have some addictions that causes us to like 
fuck up what we got going on at home with our family at friends some addictions may even cause us to lose our jobs or have issues at work you know you can have relationship addictions too you know what i'm saying you can be addicted to attracting the wrong type of motherfuckers you know what i'm saying that could be an addiction that is not good. And those addictions can transfer to your friends because whatever y'all got going on is hindering you from being the best version of yourself in front of your family. And then when you're at work, you're arguing on the phone with somebody. We got to stop being addicted to bad people. Some people are addicted to bad people. You know what I'm saying? And that, that can come from the type of environment that they grew up in. You know what I'm saying? That can come from the type of parents that they had. Because our parents, I feel like if, you know, if they are not in line with their kids, you know, they can play a role into addictions that, you know, can happen into children as they get older. So, you know, we have to just focus on the people around us. We have to we have to focus on, you know, self-love, self-love helps. We have to focus on supporting one another. You know, we have to support, we have to focus on, you know, taking the time out to heal, you know, because a lot of times, especially when we, when we talk about black people too, because it's a lot of us in our black communities that are addicted, addicted to substances, you know, that have ripped families apart, crack, you know what I'm saying? Cocaine, heroin, you know what I'm saying? Like these are, these are things that have ripped families apart and we are in this in a day and age where we are trying to heal and we are trying to rebuild a country, our own country, a black country, black and brown country, you know what I'm saying? We trying to create our own tables. We have to start healing each other. We have to start healing the traumas, you know what I'm saying? Traumas are very, very influential with people in their actions and things that they do and how they operate, especially in a day-to-day, you know, life, you know. So if you have someone that you know is definitely is um, battling addiction or, you know, you may think you think they, they may be battling addiction, I ask that you step in, you show them some love, show them some support, you know what I'm saying? Just, just be there for them. That's all you can do, you know. That's all we can do, you know, is be there for each other. That's all. That's all we can do. Um, that was that was about it on what I got on addiction. I do have some other things that I'm going to get into. I also wanted to shout out my boy, Jamil, who may or may not be watching this. But uh, for those of you who have not been um, keeping up with my podcast, Jamil is my my homie, my big homie who is currently incarcerated, um, but he's dropping some bangers from behind the walls. Um, He has a song out right now called Ghetto Blues. Y'all can stream that on all platforms, on all streaming platforms. Um, He also has another song out entitled Check. That's another banger. I did a music video. I edited and um, they shot the video for me. I edited the video um, for them and put it together like a real music video. That joint is tight. So if you guys want to check that video out, make sure you know y'all. Make sure y'all follow me online uh, on my Instagram. That's big underscore homie smiles with a Z. I want to read a story because um, I have enough time to do that. And addiction was just like a short little intro to help somebody out there that may be battling something. And again, if you guys. Um, do have an addiction and need some help 
I want you guys to call this number. That's one 256 9175 So I have another piece that I got from the young lady that I'm going to read. She gave me some wonderful pieces, and I really appreciate her. Very smart, intelligent student at Clark Atlanta University in 1993. Uh, so I'm, I'm kind of honored to read some of her things here. Uh, the one that I was going to start out with. Uh, this one is called Space. This is a title. Oh, no, no. Let me skip space. Let me read Tears. My bad. Let me read Tears. Okay. I appreciate you guys for tuning in on Spotify, YouTube, Apple, wherever you guys are listening to me at. I want to thank you guys for always being a part of the Townhouse Media Production Team, man. Thank you guys for listening to Treetop Radio LA. We got some wonderful shows coming up, man. Wonderful things happening. Um, we got some wonderful guests coming up in the future. Um, so, you guys, you just sit back, relax, and enjoy. So the title of this story is called Spoken Tears. People no longer feel their body and soul are numb. From the wound that is freshly pierced each day from the suffering and heartaches. Like the men in the story last supper, our feelings after getting stepped on do not become a part of us, but we become our feelings. The words and tears are a norm in our life. They become as normal as breathing. No longer can one feel the tears that roll down their cheeks. Tears are no longer a surprise. Is it possible to be down so low that it becomes normal? Yes. The shock is only when one does not shed a tear. Then what does one do? The burden is the beginning of one's existence and the origin of everything. And everything is everything. No one spoke to break the ice. It had been frozen a long time ago. Many of us live in silence. No one communicates to the other about their problems. For all we have, for all we have problems, no need to burden another soul. Each of us knows that the other soul is trembling. No need to question it. The eyes tell the story. The eyes speak louder than any word. They can reveal the soul. No need for sympathy. For each soul carries somewhat the same pain that has us looking alike in some way or form. Like the 12 men. The struggle and the pain all shape the faces of the earth. Our lives are filled with coldness, sometime or another. If one would look at each other who passes them by on the street. They would notice that no one speaks. Their lips are frozen from rejection. It has been frozen long ago and face stiffened from the pain. If they would even attempt to crack a smile or simply whisper the word, hello, they would crack into pieces like a broken glass.
as the 12 men, everything they ate usually was abused first before they would before they could get their hands on it. As individuals today, everything one takes in from society is abused. From the youngest child to the elderly, whether it is physically or emotionally, one is thankful when he finds a kind word or love. Like the men who received apples, which had never been touched by another. They ate it slow, afraid that somehow this too may be stolen from them. The fruit represents sins, but is there joy? But men bring about sins on their own destruction. For the individual, he may hold on so tight to love that he may squeeze the life of it, losing the love he had. The eyes speak on the past and the present. How one feels may not be revealed in words, but in their eyes. These men met once a year and never spoke of their experience. They had plenty to say, but their eyes spoke every word. They had conversations with their eyes telling the same story of struggle. The tears that caressed their faces told the story, a story of compassion, pain, struggle that made them. The tears that became them, and they became the tear. Spoken tears. That was an awesome story, man. That was that was pretty good, man. That was a pretty good story. Spoken tears, man. You know, we do, you know, that's interesting. In 1993, still relevant today. We still go by each other. We don't speak, you know. We don't say hello to the next man. Maybe it's because eternally we are struggling with ourselves. Maybe that's why we don't speak to each other when we on the street, especially, you know what I'm saying, my people. We got to be, we got to do better. We got to speak to each other when we out on the streets, man. We got to talk to each other. We deserve that for each other, man. We can show love. You can look at somebody and say hello without you thinking there's no issue. If somebody bumps you in the store, steps on your shoe, you don't got to get upset. Just dust the shoe off. Look at them. If they don't say nothing, say, hey, excuse me. You stepped on my shoe. I don't think you noticed. If they decide not to say nothing, keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? We got to we gotta do better with each other. Okay. This is my last piece that I'm going to read. It's like a short story. The title of this is called Space. When I met you, you made my world into a fairy tale. I would dream and dream, always knowing that we would be together. You said that you would never hurt me, that you would always be there for me. What happened? My days and nights are spent thinking of you and only you. I would sit and you would listen. Listen to me fantasize about us two never. Would you say a word? You saw the sun in my eyes and the glow in my cheeks whenever I would speak of you or of us. Happy, smiling and giggling like a playful child was I. My mind was filled with visions of perfect paradise. I spoke of happy endings, not stories like this, 
They will be good for me. I never thought of the storms. The storm that was to come was silently was silent and deadly. You never returned those smiles to me. You just looked at me. My silent storm, raining, pouring on my summer days. Autumn, the beginning of our fall and cold winter came before I knew it. You never came to save me. You let me stand alone. Out in the wilderness, alone in the cold. I found no magic potion. I found a poison, apple, my destiny to die. I never thought we would curse, cry, scream, and lie. My fantasy is over. My heart I exposed now leads me to cry inside. You never came to save me. You asked me to die. Everything over crumbled. My paradise washed away from the storm. Everything exposed, naked and alone, out in the storm. The wind beating down on my nakedness told me to die. I struggled to get shelter, but every house roof was blown away from the storm. Out of the darkness, the storm brought a little light, shining reality into a view. The storm had a scar. The storm has scarred me and my body, and I would never be the same. You had everything, every last drop of me in your hands. You killed me. You asked me to die. We're not even. How could you ever even think that? I would never have looked at another. I was blinded by you. You killed me. That me you want is gone and she will not come back to me. I don't know how to get her back. Why? 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 Tears. Tears. Why you took it all away? Why? Why couldn't you let me live my fantasy? Why did you have to destroy me, my dreams, my future? I was baby in your arms. We did. You asked me to die? Why did you ask me to die? Tears, curses, streams, pains, yells, and hits is what I'm filled with. Shadows of storms are across my face. Fantasy destroyed. Come back. I want them back. Pain, hurt, tears. I can't get them. Darkness is all I see. Tears, tears, tears. Save me. Tears, save me. Why? Why can't you? I want to be loved. I can't grasp it. I want you. Scared tears no more. Help me. Help save me. I'm still in darkness drowning. No direction, nowhere to turn. Confusion. Confusion is stumbling. Save me. Save me. You asked me to die. You never came to save me. Alone in darkness. I still want to die. I don't believe you. I don't believe you love. You curse, scream, you cry. You ask me to die. 
Death is all I see and all I know. I told you I wanted to die. Never listen. Listen. Look in my eyes. Yes, they don't smile. Look. Look in my eyes. Remember my eyes. What do you see? I'm dying in silence. You can't hear me. I'm calling. You can't hear me. I'm drowning. You can't come save me. Save me. Save me. I want to be yours and only yours. If only you knew, but you can't hear me anymore. My voice has been taken by death. I'm calling for you. Listen, bring back. I want to be back. If only we knew, if only you knew. Scared tears, pains, lies, fights, curses. Fully dressed, I found some clothes, but the scars still remain. Hidden deep under. Pay attention. Save me. Help me before I'm gone. You said you'll never leave me. I said I'll never leave you, but fairy tales don't always come true. Every time I say goodbye to you, I cry like a piece of me is missing. You are a part of my soul. And losing you is like losing me. I don't want to do. I don't want to be so deeply. But I can't show it. That's the end. That was a wonderful story. That story was called Space. You know what I'm saying? Take what you want out of the joint. Hey, man, that's the end of our broadcast. I want to thank y'all for tuning in, man. Again, if you guys are out there and you guys are suffering with addiction, man, make sure y'all call a National Addiction Hotline. Call 1-855-256-9175. I appreciate y'all for tuning in, man. Hey, if y'all uh, want to follow our page, please follow us on Instagram at Treetop Radio LA, man. Make sure y'all follow me on Instagram. That's big underscore homie smiles with a Z. If y'all got some donations y'all want to make to the girl, man, because ain't no nation, ain't no nation like a donation. Make sure y'all drop them love offerings to the dollar sign, Treetop Radio eighty seven. Hey Ben, what's your Instagram name, your Cash App, and your business page for the people out there that's listening? Uh, Cash App is dollar sign Ultimate Apparel, A L L T U H M E N T Apparel. Uh, Instagram is at the real been ready at the real been ready hey y'all know i never go a podcast without telling my baby i love you i really appreciate you i thank you for you know being here with me man i thank you for helping me elevate um i just appreciate you being a wonderful spirit a wonderful soul you're amazing and you already know it's free fucking simple to that man free youngest in charge moco's goat man house team shit long live nine that's my guy jamil i want to thank jamil who is watching you know um us i want to thank you for giving me your music i want to thank you for you know reaching out to me and and allowing me to help push your music man i can't wait till you're free free jamil man this is ghetto blues right now it's streaming on all platforms make sure y'all check that out incarcerated lives matter man hey shout out to my mother and my brother i love you mommy i love you junior aka scooby shout out to capitol heights 41 shit you know what i'm saying shout out to the dmv man everybody that's out there in the music game doing their thing all my producers my my uh directors everybody man long live lundy you know what i'm saying shout out to q food rich shooter shit 
They've been ready. We out this bitch. Plus a brick of this fit just cost me a 60. But moving weight got it stronger from repetition. Think for you, stick it in the ignition. Trying to ride against me, so head on collision. Trying to keep my head on and hold my position, but it's hard when you come up from these conditions. Pockets Are you on fucking kidding me? Streets is malicious, they get vicious, run with the vengeance. I promise I'm within inches from taking that juice from Bishop. Check my credentials, it's ridiculous. And if you turned informant, then you can't sit with us. Hustle and dip the chips with us. Turn in the takers if you make us, but don't mistake us. We understand why they hate us, they don't equate to our greatness. They try and replace us when I say this. I think it's safe to say I speak for the nation. You never break us. Sound like a nade away repercussion when it boom boom shot from the chopper ricochet and clear the boom boom struggling to hustle hustling to struggle that's a boom I ain't taking no losses mind stuck on